good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to episode of Living Light Outdoors. Coming to you from the truck this afternoon. I am uh, chauffeuring Rhonda around. Had to bring her over to the grocery store, get a few items for our family Christmas gathering coming up this weekend. And just thought I'd take a moment and share with you some things that are on my heart, on my mind. I, I get a text message every morning from a gentleman, good friend of mine that uh, over Missouri, that sends these out to a group of guys every week and or every day actually. And so the the messages he sends, I've often taken that and gone and done some research or done a little more digging, and uncovered a little more stuff, and brought a message from it. I'm kind of going to do that with you today. He he usually has kind of a theme, you know, so it follows along with a the theme through the week. And so as I'm as I'm reading these scriptures um, that have been coming. Today's really uh, just really struck me, and, and so I wanted to share this with you today and, and dig this out a little bit deeper. Um, I, what, what I guess the, the best way to title this message today would be "Think before you speak." I know you've probably heard that phrase before, right? Maybe you should think before you speak. Maybe you, know, maybe you shouldn't let your your mouth outrun your mind. I mean, you know, that's a good. That's really a good principle to live by. We really do need to slow our roll a little bit sometimes. And think about what it is that's about to come out of our mouth. Because a lot of times what just spills out of our mouth really isn't good. And it can be it can be harmful not only to us, but to others around us. So it's good to think before we speak. So what he shared was Proverbs eighteen uh Proverbs eighteen verse nineteen and, and in his verse it says, It is harder to win back the friendship of an offended brother than to capture a fortified city. His anger shuts you out like iron bars. Now, that's, I mean, that's a pretty simple phrase, right? Kind of easy to understand. It's hard to win back someone that we've offended. I mean, we have to jump through a lot of hoops. When we offend somebody, in order to win their trust back, to allow us to be able to speak into them again, we're going to have to work at that. Well, look at it in the Amplified Version. I'm going to back up a verse, a verse or two here. I actually want to share with you verse 17 of Proverbs 18, and it says, the first one to plead his case seems right until another comes and cross-examines him. You know, we often get ourselves caught right here. We hear one side of someone's story. We hear one moment in somebody else's thoughts. And immediately, immediately, we've made our judgment. We've made it right. We ain't even heard the other side of the story yet. And already we're mad right along with the guy that's telling us the story. But then when we do finally hear the other side of the story, maybe it's not quite like what he heard to begin with. You ever you ever done that? Have you ever jumped the gun? You ever taken for granted what somebody has said? Maybe you misunderstood what they said. Maybe you misinterpreted what they said. And then the next thing you know, you're in a brawl that you don't really need to be in because that wasn't what was meant from the beginning. I find myself in that quite frequently from time to time. And a lot of it is because we leap before we think. So Proverbs 19 in chapter 18 says this, uh, and, and this again, this is the amplified version, so it speaks out a little bit differently. A brother offended is harder to win over than a fortified city, and contentions separating families are like the bars of a castle. Things that bring contention to a family are like the bars of a castle. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't know of any family out there that has been uh, the, the, the Robin June Cleaver family from the very beginning. There's, uh, if you don't know what that is, I know I'm older than you are, but it was leave it to Beaver. It was his parents. They were like the perfect model home, right? I mean, it was just, it was the perfect model home. And, and so 
not every family's like that. And then most families are not like that. We all have our struggles. We all have our challenges. We all get frustrated with each other from time to time. Or often. <laughs> Could be. But, but, but when you, when you think about that, if we don't think before we speak, then we bring contentions into our family and it separates us just like the bars of a castle window. We ain't getting back in. We, once we're out, we're out. We're not coming back, right? We can't break our way back in there. Now, he goes on to write this in this passage of Scripture this morning, Matthew chapter 12, verse 36 and 37. It says, but I tell you that every careless word that people speak, they shall give an accounting for it on the day of judgment. For by your words, you will be justified, and by your words, you will be condemned. That's heavy. Words reveal character. And what I want to share with you is, again, I want to, I want to kind of expound on what he shared this morning and bring this into a little larger picture. I'm going to back up to Matthew chapter 12, verse 33 through 37 in the Amplified Version, so you really catch the grip of this. Verse 33 says, either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad, for the tree is recognized and judged by its fruit. Jesus himself said, you will know a tree by its fruit. And, and, and that's not hard to understand here, right? We know people by their character, the, the fruit of, of what they leave behind, what grows from them, what falls from their limbs, we get who they are. There's, there's no way to really disguise that because eventually someone's true fruit actually finally shows up. And we know what that is. And, and, and you, you, you judge a tree, you judge a, a person's character by the fruit of their character. Verse 34 says, you brood of vipers, how can you speak good things when you are evil? For the mouth speaks out of that which fills the heart. Wow. You understand what that's just said? Your mouth speaks out of what comes in your heart. So whatever's, whatever your heart's full of, that's what's going to come out of you. That, that's what your, your mouth is going to speak, whatever fills your heart. Verse 35 says, the good man from his inner good treasure brings out good things. And the evil man from his inner evil treasure brings out evil things. Again, very simple to understand. Whatever's in us is coming out of us. And it's going to project. It might not all the time. You might be able to fool some people from time to time. But eventually, your character is going to show true in all things. Verse 36 says this, but I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will have to give an account for every careless or useless word that they've spoken. Ooh, wow. Did you hear what that said? I tell you, on this is Jesus speaking here. On the day of judgment, people will have to give an account for every careless or useless word that they speak. How many careless or useless words have come out of your mouth? I don't even want to start. I don't, I don't think I got a calculator that I know how to operate that would, that would get that figured out for me. And I got to give account of early, every careless or useless word that's come out of my mouth. And so I, I try to be more careful with my words now. And, and again, it's kind of what led me to use this message today to speak this the way it is. Verse 37 finishes this way. It says, for by your words, reflecting your spiritual condition, you will be justified and acquitted of the guilt of sin, and by your words, rejecting me, again, this is Jesus speaking, you will be condemned and sentenced. You understand how powerful these words are? 
that are, that are being talked about here, the words that come out of our mouth, the words that, that reflect our spiritual condition, you will be justified by those. You will be justified and acquitted of the guilt of sin by your words. If you if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, if you live and breathe according to his word, you do everything in your power to live according to his word, you are going to be judged by your words of his of his spirit within you. But you'll be judged by your rejection as well, and you will be condemned and sentenced. That 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 condemning and sentencing is hell. There there is no other option. There is no in between, there, there, there isn't anything left. It is hell. And, and, when, and when that happens, that's eternal. There's no going back. There, there's, no, there, there's, no, um, there, there's no trading out. There's no making amends. There's no working your way out of there. It's over for an eternity, however long you want to measure an eternity. How important is it that we think before we speak? Man, I pray somebody out there catches on to this message today. I pray that you truly understand what I'm trying to convey to you today. It's easy for us to just blow off at the mouth. It's easy for us to just spew whatever comes out in us. And if we're not careful, that, that, that's going to reflect on our character. If, if we're truly followers of Christ, then we need to get into his word. And what needs to flow out of us are things that he would speak, Jesus himself. That those good things, those quality things, those those encouraging words, you know, and obviously those challenging words that challenge us to become stronger, that challenge us to become uh, more spiritual in our actions, more more you know more spiritual in our walk with Him, that we begin to understand His Word and what it means and how it, how it breathes through us. Right? Keep that in mind. The 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 words that we speak, we need to be careful. Of the words that come out of our mouth. It, the, the words that come out of our mouth reflect our character. I want to reflect the character of Christ. I'm not very good at that at times. There, there are times when I allow my humanism, my, my human nature, to overtake and overrun that spiritual character that needs to be flowing in me in a stronger way. I encourage you today, take this message, dissect it, get into his word, read, let that scripture speak to you in where you are today in your walk with him. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, I would encourage you today, fix that. It's not difficult. It's not it's not hard. There's you don't have to jump through hoops. You don't have to say certain, you know, secret potion. All you have to do is surrender to him. Give your life to Christ. Surrendering, saying, God, I understand, man, I, I recognize I'm a Christian. My my life's a mess. God, whatever whatever it is you can do with me I give you my life today. I give you my heart. And, and, I, and I want to encourage you that when you do such, God's Holy Spirit will enter you. God's Holy Spirit will breathe into you, breathe through you, and he'll begin to help you make the corrections. you got to listen. you gotta, you got to hear that still, small voice going on inside your head. And you got to allow God to move in you the way he chooses to. Amen. He will bring you through any darkness that you may encounter. Walk with him. And him alone. He is our only hope today in these crazy times. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for following along with Ronnie and I. We love you guys. We're praying for you. We pray that God blesses you immensely. All of our giving links are on our website. If you want to follow us and give financially to support our ministry, man, we would so appreciate that. Please continue to pray with us. 
walk with us on this journey as we continue to seek out that which is lost so that it may be found. God bless you. We'll talk to you again real soon.